0: It's the Tillcast episode 543 Moist Contrast.
1: This week, guys, we talk Everspace 2, EA Tour, Road to the Masters, Terra Nil, and Dave the Diver. Stay tuned. Get greased.
2: Ah.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Woo! Ooh. It's the Tocas, guys. It is <laughs> April 8th at, a, I don't know, what is it? 1.30 p.m. Central Time at a brisk 65 degrees here in Central United States. I'm Nas. I'm Jason.
2: I'm Rusty, and it's 46 degrees here, so.
0: Well, with the three of us, you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. Some games and some news. Um. Yeah, we're all back together again. I think we are ready mm-hmm. for this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, I would call it being pretty hungover. Um, it was a short yeah. show. Yeah, a really short show. Um. Yeah. The no, not
1: and I were kind of a. Uh, well, well, we'll say. Guys, it was a miracle, we got through it
0: uh, yeah, should say it's an im rated show, but um it is, it is. <laughs> we went over Fuck to this shit! Here it's very go.
2: fucking em-rated.
0: you got that out of the way we uh Trent had his forty fourth birthday, and uh there were plenty of uh things there to uh yeah, we got a little messed up, but There's it was it was uh good. uh, What is that? Oh, it's a rusty. Oh, it's lotion. Um, He's rubbing lotion on its skin. Yeah. You feeling very supple? Mm, Very, very supple. You got a lot of shea butter and coconut oil over there.
2: Mm, Yes, it's very good. African black soap, even. Mm. The best of moisturizers. Yeah.
0: I like (laughs) moist. Yes. Um I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> it's
1: I love making you speechless, Justin. It's it's very it's,
0: it, Rusty's like very awkwardly rubbing his hands on camera right now. It's just he doesn't have I small hands. He doesn't have small hands to begin with, so it's just like he's got a couple of flippers. He's just rubbing an oil over there. <laughs> You get those Mm -hmm. big old white (laughs) flappers over there just covered in grease. Mm, yeah.
2: Um, I love making these guys uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) Been a while. So, uh, I don't even know who to start with. Uh, Jason, do you have anything interesting going on except for golf? Because it seems to be only, it's mostly interesting to you. I humor you. I... That's why I didn't know what was going on in the world of golf news this week. Oh, um,
1: I know. You're not a sports ball man, but.
0: I don't think I qualify as sports ball. Like, the only thing I watch is there's a couple of guys that make videos of them heckling famous people on golf courses. And I get a kick out of that because they're pretty crude. But beyond that, like, I can barely tell you how to play.
1: Oh, you mean the Bob does sports guys?
0: Yeah, they're cool. I'm not sure if it's them, but it's, yeah, it's just two jackoffs that, like, heckle really famous people and make them feel uncomfortable. Like, there's even a video of them trying to roast Bill Burr. I'm just like, you yep. guys are fucking idiots.
1: Like, yeah. You can't
0: roast that guy.
1: Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah, other than being Masters Week and I, I don't hide the. That I'm a sports nerd in general, along with being your standard nerd um i I'm a super nerd um so I've always followed golf. I enjoyed playing golf, still enjoy playing golf, just don't get the opportunity since you know we brought three kids in into our life kids are golf is expensive kids are even more expensive than that, so <laughs> yeah <laughs> the two things don't go together uh but there are generally uh yeah you know, i understand most people can't stand to watch golf on tv i'll put them to sleep um and for the most part realistically uh i very rarely watch it on tv but there's always like three tournaments i will watch on tv and that's the masters uh now now it goes on his head um, the the British Open, and the uh, the Ryder Cup, which is the um, you know, like U.S. versus Europe, like teams competition.
0: Um, this is really random, but have you ever thought about what Rusty would look like with a suntan? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> He's so I mean, clear.
1: I. I've you never at, seen like a, you it, know, so I sorts... couldn't really tell
0: you. <laughs> so, you know, like like, like the representation like... on a monitor of, like, light colors is just more light. And right now, his head's been kind of blinding me lately, and then he's adding more contrast to the screen with his flippers. So, like, I've been like... <laughs> I'm sorry, Rusty. It's been a while. Thanks.
1: It, it's... Uh... It's definitely one of those
0: things. I
1: have only seen Rusty ever in two shades: clear
0: and lobster.
1: <laughs> what the fuck and, is clear? And I've never, <laughs> and
0: I've never seen the in between. I mean, you're not even powder. Like, I don't even know if you have vitamin D in your skin. No, I, I've <laughs> never melan, seen you're the sun. Melan, your melanin repellent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have colors. I there is there's uh there's white and burnt. I'm a ghost most of the time, uh, and, and I'm a lobster most of the other time. Yes, um, I, I don't do yeah, well if go, in the if outdoors he to,
1: if he goes out to like with his family. Generally, that's lobster season. Um <laughs> And then he doesn't even tan from it. It's like it peels and he just goes right back to clear.
2: I just turned into a fucking lizard for a little bit. I just like <laughs> shed my skin and I'm I'm back to my ghost self. Mm. Uh yeah. Well that comes from uh that comes from freaking like living in a cave for most of my adult life. Um so uh You know, working nights for six years, and then you know my current job has me—you know—basically in the back room with no windows. I don't see the outside unless I, you know, unless I get called out. So they're like, "Oh, we need you to fix this thing in the other building." I'm like, "Great, master, I get to see the sun now." (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so yeah, it's just. I need and I, I might need to uh, to experience the summertime this year. <laughs> I haven't had the opportunity last year, so well, we'll, well, we'll we're see. just gonna
0: call you a good old Casper Inman, the Grumpy Ghost.
2: <sighs> well, that would be entirely too accurate. Um, yeah. So, Ooh. yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's been a it's it's been a thing. Um, yeah, and no, I don't think I've ever actually like gotten a tan and I have to really think like back, you know, like I've always burned. Like I've, that's why I don't go outside. I just said like, okay, it's just pain. No, I don't, I just I go out there. I experience pain in some barbecue sometimes. Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> that's how you get me outside is the foods out there. All right.
1: Well, maybe that's, Maybe the maybe that's what you've been doing wrong all this time. What you've been been using suntan lotion, and really, what you should have been using this is Crisco is, is cooking was, oil. Was Crisco or a barbecue <laughs> rub? Uh, because apparently, <laughs> your physical makeup <laughs> is closer to outdoor barbecue.
2: <laughs> the brisket gets better bark than I do.
1: Uh yeah, oh my yeah. God! I just laughed so hard the mic didn't even pick it up because my pitch <laughs> went too high. <laughs> I have
0: Jason over there squealing. I uh, yeah, his, hmm. the Hispanic in me starts to come out after a while, but it takes a lot of sun. So like, I just go from like no color or a slight sandy color to start and get pretty olive if I can just manage to stay outside long enough. Olive. It's the uh, yeah. It's the hidden Mexican in me. Uh, <laughs> it's it's down there deep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not even sure well, i didn't know olive uh, never mind I, i've i've made i made, uh, i've spent my uh, fair share of time on character creators i know that skin tones can be olive especially well, if you're an orc
1: i fortunately have enough not, of the scandinavian and germanic blood in me that i will tan um one of my brothers will tan the other one is like all of the Irish blood, and he just burns and then peels.
0: <laughs> yeah, my, my, my mom basically gets, it. My mom gets super dark. I'm a ginger without the superpowers. Yeah. I, <laughs> the only thing ginger about me is a little bit of red in my beard. I'm, so, more, of a, I'm more of a calico. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: calico. It, yeah, Justin, I think you and I have a little bit more in common on that front.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: So yours is more straight brown. Mine's a little bit more sandy, blonde to red, and then of course gray. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I've got the gray going now.
2: I don't have anything on my head to protect me from
0: the sun, so if I didn't know any better, you'd, I'd just say you had alopecia, Rusty. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's funny because my brother does, uh, and <laughs> for, diff- for, <laughs> reason, for different for non genetic reasons. for different
2: things. Yeah, I, I get that, but I mean, there's there is times where I'm like, okay, well. I'm, Natu- your easier. actual hair no,
0: color is actually I, blonde, right? Um, like I think I I've don't know. I hair. haven't seen my hair in so long. <laughs> I think I saw you when I first met you. I think I remember you having a little bit of hair, dude. Like, you I kinda, did like, have really a little good. bit of hair.
1: It it was like it was like sandy blonde back in his uh, in his nearly Picard days. Oh no! Oh no! It like, oh no!
0: It was like baby hair. Actually, <laughs> when
1: when I first met <laughs> Rusty. <laughs> When I first met Rusty Justin, his hairline was actually pretty similar to yours.
0: It's not saying and a And
1: it just quickly evaporated. It's, it's just, wow.
2: Okay. Evaporated. Now, I'll, I'll, it's going to take me a while, but I do actually have a picture of a picture of me. Um,
1: yeah. and so, I will honestly say it's, it is and it is not. Completely Rusty's fault. He accelerated. Can't actually see that. Probably no. better to post it in the posted in the chat. Okay. Um. But Rusty actually accelerated his hair loss a great deal by trying to use nair on uh, his head. <laughs> yes. I think to I told this story to, once before. To paint, but yes, to paint it with blue latex paint. Yes, so I, I, I did. That that quickly that quickly took took Rusty from male pattern baldness to to full Picard. Um.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. The 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 quick story because I think <laughs> I think I I. I I went over this uh this story once once or twice before on the show but yeah it was uh it was, probably it like was... 150
0: episodes ago though.
2: Yeah, I, so I was going to a a Tulsa Hurricane game uh and the only way I was going to get the uh the tickets for free uh from my buddy was if I you know, I opened we my just, big mouth and I said that I was going to do blue. some uh I was going to do some face paint. And he's like, "Well, if you paint your whole head blue, and do a golden TU on your forehead uh, then then I'll you know basically take care of you for the entire night like great awesome perfect so I was uh, I was I still had hair at the time but I was like, all right fine fuck it I'll just go full bald and uh, and just paint my entire head blue with blue oil paint and then just do the TU on my forehead this seems this seemed perfectly rational and normal to do for a you know, for a, a college football game, right? That's yeah, you know, it's like people pink their fucking favorite you know player's number on their chest for crying out loud. This is not a thing that I would do because, well, I have knockers. But anyway, I am going to I'm going to go ahead and just go blue man crew on this whole entire fucking deal. But I had hair and I was like, I don't know if I really want to shave this fucker off. Like, I've gotten way better at it since then, but still, even I'm mine, like, this is-
1: I was regularly shaving my head still at this point. Right. Well, and even I- offered to shave this motherfucker's head the normal way.
2: Right. But I had a full head of hair. You know, I was receding, but I still had a full head of hair at that point. Uh, I said, nah, 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 this is, this, this is a bullshit. I'm just going to go get this fucking like bladeless fucking razor, uh, cream that it's basically nair for men. Uh, and I, uh, <laughs> I remember looking at this, uh, bottle and, you know, put, i you know putting the freaking cream in my hand and just kind of like rubbing it from front to back uh, and you're supposed to let it sit on your head for a period of time. So I I had like this, I shouldn't do this moment when I looked at my hands with this cream in it and smeared it through my hair anyway. Uh, Sat there and I'm like this, this burns, this, this actually fucking burns. What I didn't know, I mean, I I didn't think about it, but basically I just poured acid on my head. Right, and it's eating away at my hair, uh, you know. As I sat there, but you know, I was watching TV for the fifteen minutes or so. It's supposed to be on my head. I go in there, and you're supposed to use this little plastic fucking like razor thing. That's not a razor, but it's just a like it's like a flat surface in the shape. Yeah, just a little fucking it's scraper. Like a squeegee. Right. Well, it didn't work, so I got it to about the f- where the hairline started, and it started snagging and i'm like this is going way too slow i need to get this shit off i can feel it actually burning my scalp at this point so i go and get a fucking washcloth from the you know from the closet put it in some water and fucking just like do the front like the forehead back and all of the hair comes out into this fucking thing it's like nasty and it's like I can almost see the fumes coming off of it from the fucking acid burning on it. And what I re- didn't really realize until after I had basically scrubbed my head at that point, that I had little, little spots on my head that didn't get enough of the nair. Uh,
0: you look like you look like a Fallout Raider.
2: It was. It was exactly that. I looked like a nuclear baby. I had like little fucking like tufts of hair that just was like still there. So my dumb ass goes and says, I didn't get it the first time. I'm going to go ahead and reapply. It says on the bottle, don't do this twice. (laughs) And I, I did. I just, I'm like, all right, fucker, I'm going full fucking like, I'm, I'm just going to make sure that it's, that it's gone. I, rubbed this freaking nair on my head a second time and I let it sit there for another 15 minutes and by, by this time it felt like somebody had poured gasoline on my scalp and lit it on fire for 15 minutes straight I'm watching whatever the fuck was on tv in agony and I go into the uh the bathroom and I use the washcloth again and I just wipe the rest of the hair away. the way but what it felt like was I was pulling back the top layer of my scalp. (laughs) It was, it was just bad. And, you know, Jason was there. He saw that the top of my head was like red with fucking chemical burn at that point. Um, and I was committed. I needed to go to this freaking game. I had already burned the fuck out of my scalp. I was going to make it happen. So I'm like, oh, my God, this burns. We need to get, you know, just we need to do this. And I thought this oil-based paint, paint is going to be the absolute worst fucking thing in the world to apply. It, It turned out to be the only thing that kept me sane the rest of the night. By applying that oil-based paint, it added an extra layer of protection to my scalp. And then as soon as I got out of the car at the you know at the stadium the I started pre-gaming hard until I couldn't feel anything anymore. <laughs> I remember being very, very drunk at that game um, well, before the game, because the game was actually uh, delayed because of weather, so I had plenty of time to go to the, all the local bars um, and mind you, I w- the whole night was taken care of, so I was getting. I was getting freaking shitfaced for low cost or no cost at all. Um, I very vividly remember standing outside of a QT in my full blue man crew fucking like paint job, drinking a beer out of a can right in front of the door of the fucking QT, staring directly at a police officer in the fucking... <laughs> he had pulled up, parked... He was five, minute, five feet in front of me, and I'm sitting there drinking a beer a beer right there in front of QT, and of course, the QT manager's like, get the fuck off the property, right? Uh, so he gets on the horn and says, get off of the property, and he's staring directly at me. I've got my beer in my hand. I'm so fucking drunk at this point. I'm about to set the beer on the windowsill of the QT and walk away. <laughs> And he stops me. He's like, put that in the trash. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And it's just dropping it the trash and I end up walking away. I, I don't remember what the fuck happened in that game. I don't even remember who won. But I do remember removing the fucking blue paint off of my head afterwards. Because that shit was straight fire.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that was like an hour long process.
2: I was screaming by the end of it.
1: <laughs> I think
2: it was. We had to use that uh, the the oil based paint remover on a already chemical burned scalp. So
0: it was, yeah. It was. It was not fun. <laughs> These are all bad decisions. And I think you did this while you were still in your twenties, didn't you?
2: <laughs> no. I- Uh, maybe late 20s yeah i think maybe
1: yeah 28 29 it was before your 30th yeah i remember that
2: much what i do remember though is i have my i have never been able to actually uh grow a full head of hair since that day i mean i was already kind of mean to my hair before all this entire thing right the the um there was a period of time where I was bleach blonding my hair. Uh so and if you had if you had started at our uh, at our common place of work at that particular uh time like real early on I was still bleach blonding my hair in the first year. Um uh that <laughs> that didn't help me cuz anybody that bleaches their hair knows that you know it makes your hair like thin out over time and I was doing that in my fucking you know, mid twenties so I'm I basically just you know I, 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 I done fucked up and now I can't grow any hair on the top of my head anyway so it's easier this way I don't have to pay anybody to actually cut my hair for me I just get the freaking like you know the um, the buzz out and I just buzz it and then I just like you know like, I still have peach fuzz up there. It's just you just can't see it on camera. Um, yeah, it's... I'm stays sure on it's cheaper.
0: I'm sure it's cheaper.
2: Yeah, it stays on shampoo. It's awesome. Hey, at least I still have eyebrows. My brother doesn't have eyebrows, so... <laughs> there's that. Uh, but yeah, um... Where the fuck was I going with this? This is this is just a random fucking thing you threw at I me. Mean, what the hell?
1: I mean, um, it, was, it, was, you know, right? it was
0: just it was just a thing.
1: Yeah, it was no, just
0: I... a thing because
1: you were rubbing lotion on your head. Well, sometimes. And oh we god, talking about how bald you are now.
2: <laughs> so, it's so. I mean, it's it's a good idea, you know, to uh, if you are bald, to it's a good idea to actually like. Keep your scalp moisturized, especially in my situation. Like my dry, you know, my my skin dries out. So, yeah, I do actually moisturize the top of my head now nowadays. So, yeah, I could probably like fry an egg on this motherfucker on a hot summer day, um, or use it as a weapon because I can, if I can get it waxed to a mirror shine. Yeah, you could use it as a weapon.
0: It's a but, distraction. Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, you know, like, it's one of those, like, signal mirror situations where you can, <laughs> you can send messages with the top of my head in a survival like situation. Code. You just
0: put on it, you take on your, you put on a hat and you take it off and you can do Morse code.
2: hmm exactly. And that's, that's why I almost carry, almost always, carry a hoodie with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Enough about me, guys. What the fuck have you been doing?
1: Uh, So back to what I was saying. Um, So other than the Masters really um, um, to go coincide with the tournament week, uh, this week was the release date for the new EA PGA game, which is the first one in like 10 years. EA Sports. Um it's in the which game. is it's which actually way. it looks really good um a lot of what they did with the golf courses basically every golf course that's in the game um they not only got like drone scans of it um but they also flew over these courses, including southern hills here in Tulsa uh with a Helicopter and used LIDAR scans Um Which is generally what's used Like in archaeological Scans, stuff like that Um To get all of the Uh Elevation contours And uh Uh Get exacts on like building sizes yada, Yada yada Um and it just looks it it's one of the best looking games visually that i've seen in a while uh when it comes to um like grass textures etc i mean the grass almost looks like it almost looks like uh uh hair in ga- in games that use hair works um, the water is some of the best looking fucking water I've, I've seen in a game, uh, without having to mod it. Um, you know, and, and it's just a really good chillax game. Um,
0: I know you're so not the only person really what that I've been doing. gets excited about golf, but you know, we gotta you're, have somebody on the show that enjoys these games
2: you 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 can be that unique motherfucker because
0: it's not going to be sorry rusty.
2: there's i i uh uh as sports go golf is like watch, is the equivalent of watching paint dry it i get more enjoyment out of tennis just because the grunts are uh, are are actually like dynamic
0: uh, um for me it's just women's tennis but for completely different reasons
2: yeah, but there's there's that. Like, yeah, but golf, I don't, I can't get excited about golf. I just can't. <laughs> there's just no excitement factor. That's
0: why Jason's our, our resident sports guy. Pretty much. I mean, you're kind of a resident sports guy, Rusty, but Jason actually plays the games.
2: Ah, uh, there's that, I suppose. I'm the furthest um, removed.
0: Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean like
1: you know. Um I'm not playing FIFA. I'm not I'm playing bu- all I'm not playing all these stupid ass fucking tennis games that come out. Um Oh, I refuse to play FIFA just
2: because, you know, somebody decided to uh actually like hijack my fucking Xbox account that one time.
0: Right. Yeah, somebody bought FIFA shit on my Xbox account a long time ago too.
2: Yeah. That was it. Went around. It was pretty rampant, uh, uh, and I can't actually remember what caused it or what triggered it. But yeah, anybody that had an Xbox account at a particular point, there was somebody in South America that was actually uh, you know, hacking shit or compromise you know, using compromised passwords and shit like that to get into, uh, you know, get into FIFA accounts. They got a hundred bucks out of me. I got it back, but whatever. If microtransactions weren't a thing, that wouldn't exist. Thanks, EA.
0: Yeah, that kind of they basically started that whole trend.
2: No, they didn't start that whole trend. Bethesda did.
0: Oh, horse armor. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a whole generation removed from a new generation of gamers. They don't they don't realize that. <laughs> yeah, they armor don't remember
2: the very first time a uh, a DLC. Uh, you a, <laughs> a microtransaction DLC became a thing. And um, everybody
0: was pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as far as what? me, um only thing I've really been doing is just doing a little bit more picture work. I've been seeing
2: that shit, man. You've been doing a damn good job at it too.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just been a been a thing. Been Getting a little bit more acclimated with the uh the old camera. And uh did a uh Musems, Um you know, or nobody's gonna own by that in this world, except for a handful. Um John from picking up the pixels, um him and the other person that he does a lot of like very normal gigs with had a uh they were playing guitar. And basically like it's like classical or clean electric covers of uh, like 80 songs and you doesn't really you don't really pick up on what it is until you listen for a second so like you know i think the only one that the crowd really picked up on was when they started playing personal jesus mm-hmm. on um <laughs> with two guitars with trish the other guitarist doing basically the uh vocal parts as a lead through the whole thing which was interesting um, but yeah, they they do a lot of stuff like that. They're they're both super talented. Um so I took a bunch of pictures of them last night, didn't really finish a lot of that stuff. Um got some stupid pictures posted from me and Trent, and then I was already downtown. It was in the middle of they do this like First Friday thing downtown where there's a like an arts festival that happens every first Friday. And there's a bunch of like little boutique shops that have you know, art on display. And coincidentally, the shop that I was in um, was doing a photography exhibit while I was taking photos, so that was kind of surreal. But I'm definitely not the best photographer in the world, and I am very aware of that. Um, but I'm i am I'm pretty decent, and so I saw some stuff in there, and I was like, I've got better stuff than that. So then I talked to the guy, and then he told me how to submit some stuff, so I might submit some stuff to him. See if I can't get some stuff on, on a hanger in a wall somewhere that's not my house because I'm running out of room. But uh, that was pretty neat. Um, Other than that, you know, I'm not going to say too much about it. Ben, work's finally calming down a little bit, so I've gotten a little bit more time to game. And I talked about it a little bit last week. I've had a lot more time with the 4090. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Um, okay. You son of a bitch. I mean, congratulations. I mean,
1: what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I paid it off before the points came in. I just threw it on a card so I get the points. Oh, of course. But, uh, fuck, man. That thing's, that thing's strong. It's, it's very, it's very large. It's so big. (laughs) It's, uh, it's so much bigger than the 3080. I posted a picture, I think, in our private forum of, like, the size difference. It's about 50% larger. It's thicker and longer and wider then my thirty eighty, like I mean, I've always heard the worth is in the girth, and it can't be truer because it's a, it's at least twice as powerful as my thirty eighty, which is crazy to say that. Um, is it too much? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I have that single man money right now, so. Oh my god, just you know, whatever's clever. But I did, uh, I played a lot of cyberpunk um on psycho settings at 4K. Um DLSS 3 is pretty insane and I'm going to talk about it a little bit next week cuz there's a patch coming out real soon that does the uh path tracing cuz I want to see what that the difference actually looks like when my eyes are on the screen versus seeing it in a screenshot or a video. Um but like, you know, I don't need to talk about Cyberpunk. It's been a thing for a long time. Like they've added some things like there's a lot of like radiant quests that happen now that are, weren't in the game before, so there's a lot to do to just kind of level yourself up. And I actually think just the moment to moment gameplay in that game's pretty decent. I like, you know, I'm using a net runner this time around with just a netrunner and pistol build basically. So I'm using all the quick hack attacks, which are pretty neat. So like half the time I hack a camera and then like basically <laughs> kill half the squad I'm going up against with net hacks. And then go in and finish them off with my revolver, which is pretty neat. But um, it looks really good. I think that's no surprise. But it looks really good. And it runs really well. Like, I don't know how much it's been optimized because I'm playing it on a 4090 now. Right? But um, psycho settings with DLSS 3, I can get above my refresh rate. So sometimes hitting 180 FPS. Um DLSS3 does this weird thing, and I noticed this because I played some Witcher 2 with DLSS3. So, if you Alt-Tab out and come back in, there's a stutter before it resyncs. And if you go to like a map screen or a menu screen, then you go back, there's a stutter and then it resyncs. Now, after that stutter, it runs at a stupid frame rate. I can get around the stutter by not using DLSS 3 and still get, like, 130 FPS. So to avoid the stutter, I've been avoiding DLSS 3, which is weird. I don't know where the stutter comes from, but it's just, like, it has a hiccup, like, where everything is, like, pre-genning or something. I don't know what's going on in the background, but, like, like, The Witcher, right? Like, you probably look at your map a fair amount of times or go to the menu screens a fair amount of times to sort inventory or, you know, figure out what your next mission is or where you want to go on the map. And every time you come out of that map screen, there's, like, a half a second, like, stutter. And then everything syncs up and gets, like, super smooth. Uh, it's just weird. Um, mm. But, yeah, that, I noticed the same thing, like I said, in in Cyberpunk and in that. And I don't know if that's just me or not. I didn't care enough to look into it because I was still getting a frame rate well beyond 120 hertz. It's
2: probably just a thing with DLSS 3. I haven't heard of it, um, but considering it's a newish feature, it's probably just taking a second.
0: Um, Yeah, and it's not like it – like DLSS 3 works different than DLSS 2. So DLSS 2 is AI sampling, right? So it's, you know, AI upscaling essentially the image to be at a more native resolution – whatever your native resolution is. Real DLSs three is literally generating frames in between frames to give you more frames. So I wonder if that plays a part into it.
1: Yo, dog. I mean, frame <laughs> generation definitely would, yeah. Right.
2: But I don't know, man. If if, if you, uh, I saw somewhere. I think it was a Tom's Hardware article. Don't quote me, but um, somebody had. Uh, Had done a Cyberpunk 2077 playthrough with a 4090, uh, most recent drivers, DLSS off, everything turned to maximum, and still got 17 frames per second. Um,
0: I was still (laughs) hit. I was with no DLSS on Psycho settings. I'm still hitting 45.
2: Really? Uh,
0: I don't know what the fuck they were
2: doing then. Maybe they, you know, a Silicon Lottery maybe, but... uh, I've got
0: 32 gigs of RAM, too.
2: Well, I guess, I mean... Well, Whatever. It's
0: it's one of those... Um, it was one of those
2: those things. It's like, it's... Eh. Yeah. Um, kind of like trying to get people to not buy a 4090, I guess. I don't understand. Uh, if you got the money, buy it. <laughs> if you need a video card, go for it, I suppose. I mean, there's better values out there. Uh, but, Yeah. <clears throat> I'm good on my 3090 until like the next generation comes out. Of course, by that time, the next generation of fucking video cards is looking to be like three thousand an add on box that you put on uh, you know on your desk next to your fucking PC because you can't fit it in the motherfucker.
0: It really takes up. So I was worried. I have a PCI card that I have my other NVMe plugged into, and it's just like an expansion slot because I needed that with my other one, and I didn't really. It's kind of hard to disassemble to get the thing off of there because it's screwed in pretty tight with the heat sink and everything else. I was like, fuck it. Like, it's the same speed either way. I'll just leave it in the slot. And, like, this card, I have, like, an half an inch of clearance between that. And that was at the very last PC. I got two PCI slots on the top. I've got a USB-C card in there mm-hmm. and for my VR uh, just because it was faster on that versus the port that's on the front. But, um, long story short, like this card, I feel like is like a good four inches thick or five inches thick. Like it covers three slots, which is insane. Um, it has like, it's, I was telling Jason, like it's got this L bracket that's in there that mounts to your, that mounts to the, the motherboard and then it scoots an arm out. And then you've got another bracket on the front of the card that holds it up. With that, it's pretty freaking insane. I can't see what that says.
1: <laughs> I can.
0: Uh I'm so far away.
2: You missed it. Anyway, um, I looked at it and and tried to you know to to like visually fit it into a uh uh in, into my case, and it would it would take up a good portion of the fan space that I have on the you know for the back side of the fans here. Um I have actually seen a 4090 uh you know in in the flush or in in the silicon I'd say um at work <laughs> it came in the door and it came and it went right back out the door the same day
0: <laughs> um.
2: like can can I have that? Yeah, I I need to have it in my computer, uh, my work computer. If I could just, uh, if 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 I could just justify that, that would be great. <laughs> that work computer may or may not also like include, you know, Steam and uh, some Epic Game Store stuff. But whatever, what, it's just is for it, testing. It's what, just what for What kind of testing.
0: video card is in the card at work or in the PC at work?
2: The PC at work has a twenty seventy in it. Uh, so. That's not bad. That's not bad. Like if if I uh if I ever actually had time to do anything stupid, <laughs> I could I could do stupid shit. <laughs> but I don't have time at work anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't really either. I have 30 <laughs> minutes at lunch. But, but yeah. yeah, so <laughs> I have brute forced my way through some of the issues on Last of Us. I've played a little bit of that as well. Um I'm not having a lot of any of the issues that anybody else is having, but I'm playing on higher tier hardware too. You know, um, I sent you guys just a handful of screenshots of that that I took. It looks um, great. It's stupid looking, like. But where, where people, was? And if you have seen like the troll shots online, like it does look like two different games, right? Like I, I saw the pictures of of people having like visual, visual
2: issues and. It does not look like the game that you're playing. So what the hell are you doing? What what do you
0: what are you doing this different? I posted in I posted in-game footage, like I didn't even post cutscene stuff like it's sort of cutscene-ish like they're talking and they're animating and it's on high quality animations or whatever. But like this isn't even the cut the cutscenes look better than the shit that I posted, which is insane. It's very like uncanny valley. Okay, but what where are these
2: people that are uh uh that are shit posting uh, on it getting oh, the uh... it's
0: it's had a myriad of issues with mid tier hardware so and I think a lot you know the internet is a, full of trolls right oh, of course so a lot of people were playing it before the shaders load. the shaders take a long time to load depending on your hardware and what you have um I talked about it a little bit last week, but it pegs your c p u super high. So, like, I was going up to, like, 92% usage on my CPU, and I've got, uh, you know, Ryzen 9 5900K or X or whatever. Anyway, the one with the 64 megs of cache. And it was pegging, like, 21 of my cores while it was doing that. And it was pegging, like, 29 gigs of RAM while it was loading shaders. Mm-hmm. Um, And in mine, right – with with the rig I got, it took me 20, 20 minutes to load with the 4090 and about 25 minutes to load with the 3080. Um, So even with 3080, I played it on high settings for most of it in 4K, but was only averaging about 50 FPS. Just still pretty – very playable in a game like that. Um, and then I got the 4090 and it just maxes out everything. But, like, I didn't run into those issues and I – the same thing happened on the PlayStation version, both the PS3 and PS4 version, if you started playing before the shaders loaded, which you could, um, kind of like playing uh, like a lot of games that popularized using the thing where you could install it, and at a certain point during the install, you could start playing it. You could do the same thing with Last of Us, and so people did, and it was streaming textures that were definitely not ready yet, right? So you've mm-hmm. got some really weird PS1, PS2 era versions of Joel on uh screenshots on the internet. Um That's I'm, what I'm seeing. Yeah. And uh so those I think are mostly troll shots or people playing on pretty low end hardware. Like if you're playing on a ten eighty, like a ten eighty came out like what, twenty fifteen? Twenty fourteen? Still A fish card.
2: It's, it's a, yeah, but it was it was good for when it was uh when it was relevant.
0: It was good for almost ten years ago, yeah. But that's God. the thing. 10, All right. 1080 was out quite a while ago, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, well,
0: it was. It was, and I had it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a ten seventy till like twenty eighteen. So it wasn't until fairly recent. Well, not even twenty eighteen. I had, what was that card that I borrowed from Jason that was that I had to overclock to get it to run anything? Oh my
1: God! Oh, that was a uh, fucking
0: ten seven. Oh, no, did, it wasn't it was like even a ten. a Radeon card, I think. No, no. Oh, There's
1: it was a seven. It's like a seven seventy. Or something. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, the seven seventy that I had given him from fucking sixteen Forever
0: fucking ago. computer code, uh, computer builds ago. Holy shit! Yeah, I remember when I had that card because my ten seventy died, and then you're like, "Oh, I got a spare card." And then I started overclocking it because I couldn't get it to run a lead at 1080.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I told you I ran
1: a lead at like medium settings on that thing. Yeah, it was like medium
2: settings at like 720p. <laughs> you want to know something, buddy? Uh my my god. Oh god. This is this is the this is the absolute worst. Okay. Um <laughs> so <laughs> My buddy in, uh, uh on the other side of the wall here, um, he is running a sixteen sixty super. Um, I and I just looked at the uh, the ten eighty ti that I had the exact one that I had and it's seventy percent faster uh, than the sixteen sixty super. So the machine that that video card that you said was good ten years ago, it outclasses yeah. what he's currently running right now and it's been it's been it's just pain watching him play games man it's like especially when i go into the
1: other room and he's like
2: man that's super smooth and i'm like yeah i'm sorry dude
1: well don't don't tell him but the video card fairies may be nice to him here in the near future
2: oh yeah oh yeah all right i won't tell i won't say anything i won't say anything
0: yeah we'll see We'll we'll get the uh hopefully by next cast we can uh see what the difference is.
2: Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just like, oh my god, the uh the, it's I just do like a quick user benchmark look at and, and it's just a you know it's it's a decent website just to get a good top level, high level look at things. I use and, it all uh, the time. Yeah, that <laughs> it's uh and he needs a new video card.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. how
2: something that could come out in 2019. So the the 1080 Ti came out in 2017. Um, 1660 Super came out in 2019. Of course, I understand it's a completely different you know style of build, right? But still, like game, it's it's worse than a video card that came out two years prior.
0: Yeah, but it was a budget card. That I think debuted at like 250 or something like that, right? Well, the current price for it's like two
2: twenty eight. Damn, that's overpriced. Yeah, well, the ten eighty Ti is three twenty five, and <laughs> that's that's stupid. Yeah, so yeah, at that point, video card prices, just... man, it's just not been not been great.
0: <laughs> yeah, at that point, you might as well just just save a little bit longer and get a thirty seventy.
2: Yeah or or you know get an extra paycheck and put a uh yeah put something you know put like get a, another paycheck or two you know underneath it and get a, a 4070 in there that's kind of the sweet spot the 4070 from from what i've been looking at
0: yeah the 4070 still tops even the cards that we had don't they mhm yeah, yeah the, the, i, I think believe it's so like,
2: 4070
0: it like 799 or something like that
2: the um yeah the 4070 still beats out the 3080 um but that's the 3080 Ti uh the the 3080 Ti beats it by just a little oh no actually they're yeah, about neck and neck depends on what you're doing um but yeah uh still the 4070 Ti is actually a really good deal um you know like 800 bucks but
0: and that's still high god damn yeah, I, that's what I spent on my 3080. Yeah, that's still high, but
2: whatever. You know, I guess if you want to be a PC gamer these days, you have to like give up having, you know, any aspirations for like a good, you know, a new car or anything <laughs> like that or food for the next three months
0: or be a single middle aged adult.
2: A single middle aged adult, <laughs> a, middle-aged adult with a decent paycheck. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
0: I, I, don't even even, I don't have I don't have anybody board. to spend money on besides myself and bills. And the bills are like half a check, so whatever. There you go.
2: Live lean so that you can yeah, you know, that you so that you can have the eye candy on your
0: computer. Yeah, I still don't have all the RGBs though. Dude, I'm
2: telling you, it's RGB, it makes shit faster.
0: I just got colors in my fan. But um I did I'll have a I'll have a I have one game that I have been playing fairly obsessively the last couple of days that is excellent. Excellent. Um and that is uh Everspace 2. That game is the, That game is crack. I the, no, I
2: played that game like that was part of the uh the games that I had downloaded prior to uh prior to moving. It was an early access, so it is
0: full a full release now, right? Yep, as of Thursday, it's full release. And I stopped playing it in early access because I realized that it's not a run-based game like the first one. It's – the story is he can't – he was a clone in the first one, and he was learning from his deaths, essentially. And that was the whole thing. He's trying to remember what happened, and with each death, he gained more experience. And that's how they, like, gamified the story to make it make sense. So since then, he is no longer immortal. So you're playing the same guy as you were before. But it's like – there is some randomness there, but it has a mission-based structure. So you've got three different mission types, basically. Not the objectives themselves, but just the types. So like there are – flying through space, you know, run into an unidentified signal, which is like a Radiant Quest type like Skyrim, right? Which is go into area, complete objective, get cool shit. And then you've got a job board that's at certain bases that you can take jobs – that generate, kind of like Radiant Quests, give you specific points in space. And it looks like it's an infinite supply of jobs, so that's how you can grind if you want to grind for more shit. And then you've got the main story quests, which are very hand-tailored. But I think the space in between for the Radiant Quests and the other job quests are... Using that roguelike feature they had with the original game, which did generate space, like, in a very non-janky way. Like, they did an excellent job. You couldn't tell it wasn't handcrafted. It was so good. And uh they do the same thing here, I'm pretty sure, unless they just have an incredibly talented team that can make all this shit over years and years and years. But it all feels very handcrafted in a good way. Um, Your ships... So you unlock ships a lot faster. You just buy ships or you trade in your old ship towards the cost of a new ship. So you can switch out ships and then when customizing them, and I don't know exactly how this works yet, but like you can switch out different parts of the ship to make it look different. So like you can change your wing types, the engine types, and it's purely cosmetic. And then you've got all the individual components in your ship. So you've got your boosters, you've got your energy generator, which is basically your engine, right? Your shields um all the different like extra power ups essentially like uh damage booster or energy charger or like all of those things right and then you got all the guns that come in different variants kind of like borderlands essentially and then you can craft and tune those weapons up one level as you have them but you and then when you deconstruct them you get materials that you use towards future upgrades essentially so there's always this component of going in there real quick you're like you just leveled up which it's got a whole leveling system and a whole perk tree, which I'll go into here in a second, but where you just retune your weapons and find the variants that you want or craft portions of that variant based on these catalysts that you can add to each of the weapons. Um, The weapons, you know, changes the way they act. Um, You've got different power-ups that you have per ship. So like I had a ship earlier this morning that I was playing with, it was a really heavy, it's called a... Like a gunship. And so it's power up as you destroy enough enemies and then you hit the hit a key, and then you've got a turret that follows whatever you're targeting right now that does like insane damage. But you know, you gotta kill like fifteen or twenty enemies before it powers up. Um have like a big old EMP blast that will do like render everything around me useless. I've got a an extra boost I can use. Um it looks incredible. It's a really, really good looking game that is very highly optimized um I think even on a low setting, this game would look pretty good but um it it just has like this whole diablo loop of like I was sitting there just doing fucking side missions while I was listening to a podcast this morning because the combat loop is really fun, like exceptionally fun um all the weapons work together pretty well the uh the a i is done pretty well um sometimes it's exceptionally hard and sometimes it's not um the it doesn't just tune the damage by amount of enemies right um what chicken laser beams oh freaking laser beams yes um beam laser is definitely still a thing um but uh yeah like the overall game like plays out like diablo in space that's, that's I think, the draw. Like, you go and you blow up ships, you get components, you add components to your ship, you go and upgrade your ship or get completely new ships that have different powers. Like, I've got one that does this thing where I lock. So, like, say I'm destroying a cruiser, right, and I'm not focusing on all the other ships. I can hit my special on it, and it does 5% of whatever damage I'm doing to that ship to up to five different targets around it. So, I can basically do, like, an AOE with my ship while I'm shooting ship. Um, and then you can craft, you know, you run out of missiles, you can craft more missiles. It's got kind of that crafting system they had in Everspace One, but it's expanded in a good way. And then your character, every five levels can pick a perk. And then every person you run into in the story has these different jobs you do, like collecting different things and building different things to get additional perks. So like one of them is like being able to vacuum up shit with tractor beams, like more than one target, then a... Further away, and then one of them was like, it recharges my shields if I destroy an enemy. Like, all these little extra little layers on top of it. Story's pretty meh, but it's not bad. It's just the core game loop on it is so fucking good. Um, It's the only thing I want to play right now. Like, I, you know, it's not that I, I actually like Cyberpunk quite a bit, but I was looking for new. I've had this in my library for two years, even before it was announced it was coming out on Game Pass. And so it hit 1.0, installed it, started playing it. Like, it's so refreshing. And and it's refreshing, too, because I've been playing other space games, really chomping at the bit. I've been missing Elite something fierce, right? Like, we all have missed Elite. Yeah. and They did that game dirty. Yeah, they did that game super dirty. And so, like, Spaceborne 2 is too early access. Like, it's like alpha access, but they the guy is updating it sometimes twice a week. I think that game will be super neat once it's done, but it's it's just not done. Um, and there's a lot of people like Adamant, I think, was talking about it, and there's a couple of other people that are old elite players that are talking about that game as being kind of the same thing. Everspace is super polished, and it's kind of the same kind of game, just no ground combat as that game. Um, and the controls are really well optimized, and there's nothing potato about it at all. Um, I played a little bit of Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and then I realized what, I didn't like about that game. Um, it just feels like space jousting when you're fighting, and it really is. The auto follow combat doesn't do it for me as well. Like that game's like a C plus. I really want to like Rebel Galaxy Outlaw a lot more than I do, but I just don't. Um, I realize why I stopped playing it. Rebel Galaxy, uh, Rebel
2: Galaxy itself, that game, just the first one. Was, for me was unique because it had the broadside combat
0: yeah that game was fun as hell
2: right the broadside combat was something that was that you don't ver- see very often in uh in space games it's almost always dog fighting and then they went and did outlaw which was basically dogfighting, and it lost basically all of the appeal to me
0: the just There's just not enough variety in the upgrade path to your stuff. Like, you've kind of got a preset set of weapons. There's not a lot of, there's not, like, re-rolls of those weapons, right? There's not a lot to make those weapons more powerful or more versatile. You end up just kind of getting stuck in what, you know, the the highest tier, most expensive ship is the best ship, regardless, Mm -hmm. right? You can't take your rust bucket and make it a badass rust bucket. There's just, you can add extra weapons to it and extra, like, but all the modules are preset. Like, there's no random rule whatever, you know what I mean? There's right. zero RNG, which in one way is kind of cool and in another way it's not because you've got like a hundred total items between all systems to pick from for everything. And there's no variety whatsoever. And so it kind of feels like the ball was dropped just a little bit. I also played, uh uh oh what uh, what's that, Starpoint Gemini 3 and mm-hmm. refunded it almost immediately within an hour. <laughs> that game is Ow. a broken piece of shit um it also looks like trash it has the cringiest voice acting i've ever heard in a game a and that's uh, even Starpoint
2: point gemini always have had had, had a uh, uh a really bad voice acting group it's either they, they just got somebody off the street to fucking like read these lines and whoever was able to read the lines without stuttering got in the game
0: this um, is by far the worst like Take whatever you've played of Starpoint Gemini, which is a pretty decent game. Like, two. two Starpoint Gemini yeah. 2 is a pretty... That's a B that's a B B-tier game. Like, a good B-tier game. But the voice acting was bad. Yeah. But the dogfighting in that is kind of the same as it is in Rebel Galaxy, except it's like baby mode Rebel Galaxy. Like, you can blow up everything in, like, three shots. Like, nothing was even challenging. And I ramped up the difficulty and just added more enemies. And then... Like, it has these, like, somewhat pointless sections where you send this probe into a ship to gather data, and it's like a weird stealth mission you play in a derelict that has zero... It's kind of like, you know when, like, your textures don't load? Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. It's... It's so basic-looking. Like, it's the most basic live-laugh-love space game that, like, I've ever played ever. It's <laughs> so bad. And... I thought, you know, I got it on that Steam Spring sale for like eight dollars mm-hmm. or eight ninety nine, and even at eight ninety nine, I was like, I'm never going to finish this, and I'm within an hour and a half. I was like, I'm refunding it, and I don't do that very often. It's horrible, and I should have just paid attention to the reviews. Like sometimes people troll games, right? You look at something that's like mixed or whatever, and it was at like a mixed rating. I was like, I'll give it a shot for eight ninety nine, and then I instantly was like, I want my eight ninety nine back to play towards something way better like this is horrible um so yeah like finding the right space game like Everspace 2 literally was the best space game like i went back and played Everspace 1 prior to this and that got the bug running again cuz that game's really good and i you know almost beat the game like four different times it didn't quite like maybe i should go back and beat it cuz i'm like at that point where i can um but Everspace 2 is even better that's the thing. Like, it's an even better game than one, and I think it's because I feel like I can beat it, A, like more than beat it, right? Because I've been kind of experiencing roguelite burnout because I want to beat games and clear them on my library to the beat category. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Everspace 2, it scratches the freelancer itch that I haven't had. You know, I've had 20 years ago when I was in college. Um, It's a very good space game. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. Like right now in my book it is like almost a plus. Like it's it's so solid, so well optimized, so well done. Um and the the gameplay loop is fun. The sounds are fun. I've got one knock on it. The music gets repetitive after a while, so I turn off the music so I can listen to podcasts. Um could it could benefit from a better soundtrack. It's a little bit generic. That's the only knock I got against it. Everything else is just primo. It's so good. Um, and it's on Game Pass, right? You know, it's well worth the fifty dollars they're asking for it right now for full price. Mm-hmm. I bought it in early access for like twenty five dollars a million years ago. Um, it's also one hundred percent worth Game Pass. It's probably almost the best thing on Game Pass right now. Mm. It's so good. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm I've been kind of looking through, through, looking through Game Pass and looking through uh. Steam. I've been uh, I've been playing other games.
0: Like oh, yeah. I've played a little bit of Terranell, and then I got stuck. So I want to know what your thoughts are on that.
2: Terra nil Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I've been playing a little bit of uh, Terra nil That's um. So uh, d- that game is less of what I thought it was, and more of like a um puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. Exactly. It's it's a it's a puzzle game that's i think it's randomly generated. those uh those are randomly generated i think so um, i'm on I'm on world four okay uh and I've gotten probably about the same you know uh same bit there so you start off with like a biome and most of it's just wasteland and you're supposed to turn the wasteland into different biomes using different. Uh, different structures, um, and the the structures you have to be able to kind of like back out of the entire thing. Once you've got the you know the biomes built, you have to be able to you know pick up all of your structures and leave essentially, and just leave the uh, the rebuilt landscape. You know, it's, without without any structures in
0: it. It's that recycling bit that's like. Tedious it is a little tedious, but it requires you to
2: plan out how you're gonna back out of a uh uh out of, out of the biomes as you're building the biomes uh so it adds like a for to me it's like a, you know playing chess you just have to think a few moves ahead uh you know to be able to get you know to get as efficient as possible you really can't i mean you can fuck it up to you know you can fuck it up to the point where you don't have uh, enough resources to be able to do shit um but and i've gotten close but it's at the same time it's also relatively easy to realize oh i'm doing this thing to you know this thing wrong and sometimes it requires you to uh put the uh you know put the cleanser down first and then do things in a specific order instead of just doing all cleansers and then all uh, all irrigators and then stuff like that. Sometimes you have to cleanse and irrigate, cleanse irrigate, and then change the cleanser over to something else. Um, it's
0: it it's is it's it's hard a plus- to describe. It's a pleasant <laughs> looking game. It. Like to explain what Rusty's saying, like, so it starts you off in this wasteland and it could be like a rocky wasteland. It could be like a desert biome, essentially, or like a very polluted biome. And you're coming down from space to cleanse that. So you'll first cleanse the earth or the water or whatever it is that you need to do. And then that turns into separate things of you going in and changing that structure into something else. If you don't plan that ahead of time, then you're kind of stuck with that structure where it is. And there's requirements on the map to change it to this terrain type or this this biome type. And so that's where the, the other part of the puzzle is, like he's saying, you got to remove all this shit. So you kind of have to think in reverse order as you're going, can I reach this with the way this this particular map has it planned for me to recycle? So the initial map, very first map, and it took me a minute to realize this, you have these little boats, basically, that recycle everything, right? So you plant these recyclers in the middle but that means you have to dig canals close to things so that the boat can reach it to remove it. And then there's another one that has like uh, like these monorails. So you have to connect these monorails, but they can only be placed on rocks. You've got this little thing that'll chuck rocks all over the map. So you kind of have to plan out the monorails to be within reach distance of all the things that it can recycle as you're going. Mm-hmm. And what? There was a... I forgot what the last strategy is, but those are the two main ones I remember.
2: Well, the uh, there was the biomes where you have to actually create rocks out of uh, oh, uh, out of sea salt. Oh yeah, out of sea salt too. Yeah. Yep. So, or you have to uh, uh, you have to cool down a uh, a volcano uh, to be able to do it. There's there's different requirements. So like there's the biome requirements so you have to have so much grassland so much uh so much forest so much uh you know like um swamps and so much coral or something like that right uh but there's also different modifiers to the you know to the bio the entire region as possible as well as you're uh cooling down the volcano you're also reducing the total heat of the uh, of the area, and some of the structures that you put down are more efficient, or can't even be placed if it's too hot or it's too cold. And then the same thing goes with like humidity for the uh, for the biome. So it can kind of get pretty deep, and it is like managing these little these little sliders as you're doing shit to uh you know, to the to the biome. I haven't run into any problems with it. Like I've almost failed one, but um, it's just kind of like a, a Zen puzzle, is what I, yeah, you know, what it comes out to be for me. Um, it's not what I expected it to be. <clears throat> what I expected it to be was, uh, was I expected the maps to be much bigger, uh, and I expected them to. I didn't expect the uh, the recycle bit like the the recycle bit was was kind of like, oh, this is a thing that I have to think about because um, I didn't expect like to have to, you know, when when you're playing puzzle games, generally once you've uh, once you've completed the puzzle, it's like you win and then you go on to the next puzzle. This one has the whole like you win now back out of everything that you did now you really won and then onto the next puzzle. <laughs> um so it's it's kind of a different kind of puzzle game. Uh it is it's fun uh and it's a different take on you know on a uh on a puzzle game that it's it is appealing in you know visually and it's relaxing it's it's not like time-based you have time to be able to make decisions you know and and so on it's just like it's very relaxing but it's not exactly what i was expecting not saying that it's bad it's just different um
0: i wanted to be a little bit more zen
2: a little bit more zen would have probably made that game too boring (laughs) to me um but i can understand where you're coming from there it's it's not for everybody that's for sure uh, let's see oh gosh what else did i play um oh um i played dave the diver uh <laughs> what you think of dave the diver <laughs> dave the diver is uh uh surprisingly good <laughs> i told you it was
0: good like it's it, it's there's a little bit of relationship Sam in there, but in a pretty funny way. It's it's not that big of a deal.
2: Like the sushi uh, restaurant thing is kind of fun. Honestly, yeah, it's it's not super bad. Like the uh, the little cutscenes are actually kind of funny. Um, they're very anime style cutscenes. scenes, uh, but non- in
0: a very non-anime setting,
2: right in a very pixel graphic situation. So it it does it does a really good job of like these are really cool. Um but the the uh, the whole premise of it, it is roguelike in the fact that the runs are uh the runs are a little different each time and you go uh, go in and you can only carry so many resources. Um but it's it's got a uh just kinda like an overarching you know, story that, you know, that keeps going on. I haven't finished it, um, but I've gotten uh, fairly far. It's fairly uh, meaty
0: for such a small game, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah. But for a premise being you, you're, you diving and you're catching fish. uh And, you know, somehow you end up fighting a freaking giant squid. Uh That, that <laughs> is a thing.
0: It's... It's almost Mario Party in its variety of gameplay, right? It's, it's like you can be a sushi chef and you you create these like you know sushi combinations, and then you go underwater, and then you're hunting fish, and now you're uh, fighting off other divers, and then there's boss fights, and then there's the sea people, and like there's so many like weird random shit. Now you're taking pictures of fish, like, right? <laughs> like it's just so many like weird little. Now I've got like a machine gun harpoon. Like it's so. It's so video gamey and over the top and goofy like it's just it's just cool. It's uh it's it's very it's very interesting. I uh, I uh zero things like this game.
2: <laughs> right, there is nothing like it. It's it's very unique. Um I I enjoyed the uh, the time that I played with it. Yeah, it's it it broke me out of um uh Final Fantasy for a bit. Uh and that's that's got me moving uh moving along to other games. Like there was there's a, f- a few games that I picked up just because like Terranil was one I, I picked up because I knew I was gonna play it. Dave the Diver. Another one I was like What okay, was the first I game? Eat. Uh Terranil um, Oh
0: Terranil. Gotcha, yeah.
2: Right. Dave the Diver. But I also picked up another game because it was super duper fucking cheap and I and um I've got a soft spot for uh for Survivor likes. Uh i I have been playing' don't shit on my roof I, what don't shit on my fucking roof is what it is <laughs> it's the pigeon game it's a uh, it's a survivor uh like where you have you you're playing your character but you have to protect your house from pigeons that want to shit on the roof and you've got boss style pigeons and you've got you know pigeons that shoot and uh yeah and different different weapons and different, you know, uh different power-ups that you unlock just like in, you know, in like Vampire Survivors. You gotcha. uh you unlock them by doing, you know, getting certain achievements. Um and uh it's it's a really light game. Like it's it's you can't even full screen it because it doesn't look great full screen. Uh it's uh very low resolution. <laughs> Um, but I just completed my first, uh, first run. It is a, uh, uh, you have to survive 20 minutes and it can get pretty stupid if you don't have the, uh, uh if, if you don't have the right weapon set up. Uh, but yeah, it's a dude that's fighting off pigeons, trying to shit on his house. And there's two XP bars. It's you have an XP bar and the house has an XP bar. What? and you have power ups for your guy but you also have power ups for the house so the house so you can set up like a sniper in the house and the sniper will just pick out one you know one enemy and shoot it for high damage uh but it also can like fire off bombs uh in an area effect around the house or shoot in a spread uh out from the house or send out magic bees uh that fucking like Attack the uh, the pigeons all the while you are create you know you know uh, you're doing shit with your guns, um, you know you have like the boomerangs that that axe can kind of, uh acts kind of like the axe from, uh vampire survivors, uh, and you know there's all kinds of different extra power ups that you can do for it, for a couple bucks, it's actually halfway decent. <laughs> you know, um if you like survivor like games, it is uh it's a it's a new, it's a different take. Uh well played a couple hours of it and I just you know just finished the first run and considering it's 20 minutes per run, that's not too bad. Um but and it's just like ah just I've been kind of bouncing from game to game to game and uh to be quite honest this is the first time i've actually sat down at my computer um in the last week uh i i just hadn't really done much um uh, you know on the computer because i've been playing um i've been playing on my playstation 5
0: oh yeah what are you playing
2: i am finally now uh going through uh Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Uh so yeah. see I'm I'm never really one to actually start playing a game when it's brand new. Uh I will sit there and let it, you know, let it ferment for a few months. And Ragnarok has been, you know, been that for me. It's just been sitting there waiting for me to get to it. Um but yeah, I've been playing I uh, got a War Ragnarok and actually in enjoying the fuck out of it. So I can't. I think I'm like maybe past the two thirds mark. I think, um, but who knows? Uh, I I don't know. I'm I I have really been enjoying it though. Um, I think what really bounced, uh, bounced me initially is that I ended ended up playing the original God of War, um, uh, release just before trying. Uh, Ragnarok, and it was just ever so slightly different enough that i was uh that I was thrown off on my timing, um you know between the two. like if you play them back to back, you'll notice the difference between the two. Um, but if you spend some time away from it, you won't notice the difference, and you you can pick up the timing again. Um, but I was having the hardest time actually blocking shit. Uh, in Ragnarok, because the uh the timing was off and i and it's and that's super fucking difficult to describe, but that's what I was experiencing
0: I bounced off it real hard over the combat initially, and then it took me a while and then I got used to it and then after I got used to it, I' really liked that game
2: yeah it's uh I think the you know the delivery and the storytelling for uh uh for this one because the cast of characters is already well-known. Um, the delivery is actually much better than the first one. Like the first one was very one note. Um, because the, there, there wasn't very much variation in the, uh, the cast of characters. Uh, but they embraced more of the characters in, uh, in Ragnarok and allowed you to kind of explore the story from different angles. Uh, and that right there, uh, it just improved how that story flows for me. Oh, I so, thought it, I thought it had
0: the best game story since Last of Us, honestly.
2: Yeah, it's it's flowing very well to the point where I'm 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 super invested, and I'm gonna I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, after we get done recording, I'm going to go start baking some pies, and I'm gonna be uh, playing. Uh, Ragnarok while while those things are slowly burning in a in an oven. Um <laughs> but that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I've also kind of touched a little bit of last epoch recently. Um not that it really has changed much, but I just need a uh I want an ARPG in my life and Diablo four is coming out real soon, so um I'm just going to uh, bide my time. Last Epoch's not quite ready yet.
0: I I almost bought it because I played Diablo 2 last week mm-hmm. um, and got all the way to Act 2's boss with my sorceress and realized how fucking not ready I was for it. And I was like, I have to grind, but this game is very much a much older ARPG and the grind loop isn't as fun as modern ARPGs. This mm-hmm. is me speaking honestly, right? Because I've seen it through nostalgia glasses, aside from the fact that it looks great. Um, the grind loop is literally just go replay something you already played before and you know, it'll randomize. Um, but it's just not as fun. Right? And I already did the controls. I'm already fighting with the controls a little bit because they're not really intuitive with two because you gotta whatever. There's mm-hmm. the HUD and everything about that's just not as good as modern games. Um so I just backburnered it again and I'm I played the beta for four and four yeah. All the quality of life stuffs there, looks great, plays great. Necromancer's badass. Um, I agree with the internet; they need to work on the uh, skeletal dudes to make them look cooler. But beyond that, the necromancer was fun as hell. It's probably what all main playing through it again. And all the classes are basically the uh, the expansion of two. Right? So, Bar- uh, archer, sorceress, or is it archer? I can't remember. The person that throws javelins and shoots bows, whatever that, Valkyrie or whatever. Um, but yeah, like all the classes out of two, um, the expansion are basically what are in three or in four. And it's, it looks, it looks cool. Played cool. Even though it's a little bit MMO-ness to it. It's just the people show up in the cities like other players. Um... And then, of course, there's a chat. And then once you're out in the wasteland, I wasn't fighting other people to get my objective. So I'm OK with that. So, Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I might I might try Amazon just for shits and giggles, especially since you can like completely alter. This is the first Diablo you can go th- through and like completely character custom, like customize your character to however you want. I mean, it's not like. Like there's like. I don't know twenty different faces to choose from, right? you know all genders are there, like all the, there's a lot of beard options, pretty happy about that um <laughs> Amazon with a beard I mean, you could be an Amazon, and I know it's not doesn't make sense, but you could be a male on Amazon if you wanted to in that game, so like it's whatever you want. you can make the character yours, which I think is neat, um which is a first for Diablo so. Also, the skill tree is pretty expansive, not POE expansive, but <laughs> like there were definitely like 30 different abilities. I could choose the Necromancer and turn it into a different build, like a completely different build. So yep. um, and like different builds for even my summons, like they're just a crazy amount of customization they had with uh, the builds. And that part is what Diablo has been missing for a while. Right. Well, I think that's
2: period one of the one of the best things about last epoch is the fact that you can actually uh pick out a skill and then it becomes its own tree um so you could specialize in a, spe- a specific set of skills um and that that's one of the uh the better parts of last epoch is the uh, the skill trees are not quite as well um m- mathematical as poe requires but also uh still allows you to uh to customize shit into your playstyle.
0: Last Epoch should be out this year though, right? It's uh it's it's still missing a
2: few bits um uh but it's it's getting real close. Like they've done uh, done a few things with uh doing multiplayer and uh changing stuff out. The story's not quite done yet. Uh there's a couple classes that still need to be Uh, added which still has me you know still has me kind of looking at that because if they've they haven't added certain classes like i think there's two classes that need to be uh or two jobs for the certain uh certain classes that need to be added and they need to add those sooner rather than later so that they can get them balanced um but yeah, the the ideas are still there. Like the the core gameplay loop is, you know, is still fun. Uh and what they've got going works rather well. Uh has a decent amount of uh uh like progression, you know, through the story and you're still able to build um you know different builds with it. Uh which of course the community's really you know the community really uh centers around different builds and what's better what's the meta you know stuff like that right um and it does have a you know a fairly decent end game if you like to have like the you know the branching path style end game it does have uh have that available um for me it's more of uh, i like playing this you know playing through the story and not necessarily doing all the grinding like I did that shit in Poe. It sucked. Uh, so yeah, um,
0: I'm I'm looking to pick it up as soon as it comes out of early access. I'm just kind of trying to stay away from early access as much as possible because I tend to get a game and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a sample of the game that I want to play later.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same situation I have with Everspice 2 because I played through most of it in early access. So picking, you know, going back and playing it now that it's you know fully released. I I'm not sure if I really am up to, you know, doing all that shit all over again. You know,
0: I can't pick out what's different, but it felt like a new experience to me when I picked it up. I put seven hours into it before I started, uh, before I started okay. over again.
2: Well, I, I, I put more, I, I probably put like 30 oh, into damn. it. So
0: that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, we should probably take a break. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I can tell Jason's ready. We'll be back. And we're back. Woohoo! Oh yeah. It's, uh... here we go. There we go. Got a got another can,
2: got another can.
0: Yeah, we, uh, sad we we're gonna dive into some news. We had a little bit of an extended break there. We for, we forgot <laughs> we we're on break. It was so long. Yeah, but I've got
2: I've I've got uh, I've got to make some pies. So
0: yeah, and you know, sure, Jason wants some time to himself before it's Easter Sunday tomorrow. Yes. Um, Thanks. Jason, what you got?
1: <laughs> um, so I really only found one thing That really piqued my interest And that was uh, um, Devolver Digital Announced on their Twitter page uh, Back on Monday That they've acquired Doinksoft Games What's that? Doinksoft? Um, yeah, Doinksoft uh, Published a few Uh switch titles two of which came to pc um one called gumbrella uh there was demon throttle and then there was gato roboto um and they also published a game on pc back in 2019 called devolver bootleg
0: i wonder what that's hmm. all
1: about no idea I mean, they're kind of similar companies as far as just kind of from what I can see, as far as like the like the overall feel of a lot of their games. Um, so it's probably uh, probably more like friends getting together on this one. It's a
2: <laughs> so so Dinksoft is a developer under Devolver Digital as a publisher. So Devolver just bought them out, right? Yep. Okay, that makes sense. So it's it's just like, so t- Devolver bootleg. Just looking at the you know at the title is eight original ripoffs of Devolver digital games, including Enter the Gun Dungeon, Hotline Milwaukee. What? Eight, Ape Out Junior, Shooty Boots, Super Absolver Mini Turbo Fighting Championship, Sylvania and Piku Biku Ball Stars, and Luftrouzers. So-, so
0: I'm assuming they were like, "If you're gonna make joke games, we're gonna buy you out." I wonder if they even used the studio at all.
2: Well, it's probably just like, you know, it's not very many games that this uh, this publisher or this dev- this dev group was making. So it's probably like we're just going to buy you out, and uh, you know, you'll just you'll just roll into the Devolver Digital group. Well, or they're... Doinksoft was you know was slowly going under, and they just needed the uh, the fund help. Yeah. Who knows? But I mean, it's it looks like they would fit right in. <laughs> so there's that, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I older gamers remember American McGee's Alice. Yes, Um, there was a Kickstarter for an Alice Three, whatever that ends up being, or a Patreon for it. Um. EA holds the right to the game, even though, you know, that's just how it works, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So they own the IP. Um, American McGee has not been able to secure the rights to that. So there is not going to be a three, is what he has publicly stated at this point. Um, It's an older game. It was cool back in the day as being kind of a weird slasher acid trip of a game. Really I, don't, I don't know that it ages well nowadays, like a lot of it uses a lot of design elements that have been used in a lot of other games. Um, I think it just comes off as kind of corny nowadays, but either way, it looks like he's not going to get it an attempt to make a modern version of that game. So that is dead, completely dead, because unless EA does something with it, but it won't be American McGee, it'll be whatever, Right. Right. But, yeah, EA's completely blocked that out, so that's just not going to happen. They said no. had <laughs> said absolutely not. Um, something a lot of people were pretty upset about. So it's not really a multiplayer game, but there will be a multiplayer version of the game. So Resident Evil 4 Remake has been widely received well. Um, mm-hmm. I've almost bought it several times, but I want to beat what I got before I play it because that's one of my favorites. Um, and I'm at a point where... I'm think I would probably play that Resident Evil game because it's a lot more actiony than a lot of the other ones. It's got a lot of you know you got to manage your inventory and you got to manage your ammo, but you're dealing with lots and lots of enemies. It's just how do I most efficiently deal with this? Um, they're selling microtransactions to upgrade single piece of equipment for about three dollars a pop to its max level from the gate. Wait, what? yeah from from level one, well those never other really levels, but from minute one, you can have a max level shotgun for three dollars like it's why cool because Capcom's stupid sometimes um but yeah, there's a uh, eleven new tickets that you can buy to upgrade key pieces of equipment to its max level without the grind and. I would be considered kind of a whale nowadays that I have the money to be a whale and buy a good graphics card or whatever, but I wouldn't pay money for that. Like, that would take away the game to me of, like, where's the challenge now? Right? Like, why don't you just add a baby mode? But, like, instead of doing that, right, they're going to make some money off of this. Right. But it's just goofy. Like, half the fun of that is, like, going around searching for the gems to complete the pieces of art. So you have the money to buy the upgrades like a big portion of that is deciding what upgrade i need right do i need damage or do i need like extra reload do i need extra shots right like that doesn't make sense um but yeah you can buy them in a group of like five i don't know what 7.99 pounds is or euros or whatever but that's what i saw but yeah, a lot. Of, the game is widely well received. Besides that, and then they're about to release Mercenaries modes, which is the multiplayer facet of that. And I hope. Well, we know there's going to be microtransactions in that in a dumb way. So, of course, there is. <sighs> mildly annoyed about that. So
2: mildly, more yeah. than mildly. Fuck that shit! Like microtransactions that. So microtransactions, there's, there's always, there's always two sides to a thing, right? So the microtransactions for a single player game that is an I buy power situation, right? Only hurts the player because it removes, it it removes time in the game for ease, and then it basically, you know, invalidates. A lot of the uh a lot of the core gameplay loops built into games that you know that you know that set the pace right um and then there's the the people there's people that'll be like well i don't you know i'm i i, I am an adult now and i don't have 40 hours to spend in game i want to play game and have fun game play game uh and then there's the uh the you know so they they take the stance of oh my god this is this is just a time saver for me i get to enjoy playing the game without all the grind um whereas there's people who are like this is a slippery slope <laughs> i think slippery- you're taking the slippery slope uh, approach to it um and i don't disagree <laughs> it is a very I, slippery slope
0: i don't mind buying like extra elite versions of a game for extra additional actual content like unlock. So, by, for example, the uh, Midnight Suns, if you bought the special edition, you just got all of the DLC unlocked as it comes along. Right. And that's, Case in point, and that's something. I will spend money for that. But skins, typically, I have one excuse, like multiplayer games that I play a lot of. So like um, Dark Tide. right? Um, I don't mind buying skins from time to time um with that but for the most part for a single player game i'm not going to buy skins for a single player game i'm not going to buy anything of that anything cosmetic or any kind of game booster for a single player game i will pay for added levels or something like that but yeah this is just bullshit right i mean
2: it was a big freaking you know big issue back in the uh um uh, Deus Ex days. Remember the the Deus Ex fucking like, you know, you can purchase this thing for like, an 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 uh, an instant level up. I think it was. Um, it was a DLC that basically allowed you to buy experience, and they also did the same thing for uh one of the Assassin's Creed games, right? Yeah. Uh, that was pretty hated on by the fucking, you know, the gaming community as a whole, just looking at it and be like, this invalidates the reason for playing games. Like, you know, at this point, why don't you just like watch a movie? (laughs) You're, you're, you're just participating in a interactive movie at that point. Um, there's no challenge, you know, so I don't know, man, this, you know, I know that the, uh, game companies are looking at different ways to, you know, try to squeeze every last frickin' cent out of, a, you know, uh, out of their players. It's um,
0: uh, part of it. I think is the allure for how well that game was doing already on Steam, mm-hmm. at several million sales out the gate, right? Probably they're like, oh, let's just crank it up to eleven when you get a few more bucks on this.
2: No. I mean, this is what happens when people in suits are the ones that you know dictate the content of games right you know it's it's long since you know gone away the you know the developer and the initial vision for a game has long since you know you know taken a back seat to what uh you know what the money bags say so it's it's sad to see it. I hate to see that shit, you know, continuing to be a thing. Unfortunately, it's like you can't it's it's either that or you end up spending eighty dollars for a fucking video game these days. Because if they can't get you on, you know, on microtransactions, they'll get you on the initial purchase.
0: Yeah. Um Rusty, you had a little bit on ARC, right?
2: Yeah. So there's there's this thing that's uh it's not a not a thing just yet, but coming up soon. Um the uh Studio Wildcard is uh is kinda getting some heat on this one here. So Arc Survival Evolved is uh is getting a you know, rebuild and remaster on you know using Unreal Five, uh, Unreal Engine five. Uh and initially the uh the communication from from the studio was anybody that already had purchased uh arc survival evolved and any of the expansions we're just going to get this upgraded you know as a uh, as a free upgrade and no additional purchases right um that's been kind of walked back and in not not in a great way uh so what was once free as a uh as a thing and i actually have the uh uh, the post where they said that it was going to be free, the it was since deleted. But it was like um, they said that uh, this tease a couple weeks back, referring to the in the works complete free upgrade remaster of of, uh, of Ark Survival Evolved in Unreal Engine Five, was not a cinematic. It was just going to be a uh, UE Five upgrade. Um, they walked that back and said, "Hey." No, that's not going to be a thing. You're going to end up having to spend $50. Uh, It's going to be rebranded. The title is going to be renamed to Ark Survival Ascended. Uh, (laughs) And that rename is going to include uh, a new price tag of $50. And that doesn't even include the expansion packs.
0: And I think the only thing you'll be able to do with the old version is just play single player right so or the private server it's going to be private server or single player
2: because the uh the uh the uh, <laughs> the official servers are being sunset uh so the change in name is going to shut down the official servers leaving you know leaving all of those things over you know all of the progress that you have on official servers is just not going to be able to be transferred over um that game is pretty shit single player uh and private servers would still be a thing we've that's how we've played you know ark in the past has just had a private server set up and you know you know let that roll um i don't know well i do know it's not worth 50 bucks to buy this game again. Uh, just changing over to a new engine should not, you know, cause a company to rebrand and resell basically all the same shit that everybody has been s- sold before. Um it doesn't matter how pretty Unreal Engine 5 really is. Uh, Arc was, you know, well, Arc is, is still. A fairly decently, you know, pretty game if you turn up all the shit, right? Um, it's not. I wouldn't say it's Last of Us fucking pretty, but you know, it, it can be pretty impressive. The lighting, it can be pretty impressive. But you have to look at those people who play on the official servers, and when we when we play art, we're 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 playing on private with basically things sped up to you know. Um, video game speed, right? We've got a couple hours to play this game. You know, the ARK online, you know, the official servers, it takes almost an entire day to tame like a T Rex, like 24 hours, where you have to sit there and feed the fucker and keep it pranked for 24 hours.
0: Yeah, that was, that was ridiculous.
2: You know, or if you end up getting like a giga that's going to be like 3 or 4 full fucking days of like keeping the thing tranked keeping it fed keeping it protected because if if anything touches the damn thing if it takes any damage whatsoever its stats are reduced it's it's nuts it's crazy like trying to you know and you have to protect it from not only the other dinos, but other players. A player with a fucking pea shooter can cause, uh, you know, uh, cause a you know a tame to basically be worthless because it took damage while it was being tamed. Um, yeah, the game, you know, so the gameplay loop for uh for the official servers, people who had stuck with it. These are people who put you know hundreds, if not thousands, of hours for, uh, worth of gameplay into you know, what they've built so far in the official servers, and it's just gonna be wiped. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be gone. They're gonna have to start over. They're gonna kill the fucking game if they do this. Uh this this being said, it's current that's what they you know, they just you know put that out there and the community is up in arms right now. Um <laughs> on top of that they uh they delayed Arc 2 <laughs> so there's not even a new game to you know you know you know in the near horizon for them to you know to migrate to so it's like here's your fucking uh, shit sandwich it's uh it's uh shit on shit <laughs> it's i don't know man uh the Arc was you know if you're an official server Arc player, you you're a special breed, just like those Rust, uh, players. <laughs> I am your friend.
0: <laughs> Stop yeah.
2: running! I am your friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, we uh we played that a very long time ago, and it didn't. It was pretty short lived.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I don't. <laughs> oh man, uh, I was initially, you know, kind of watching for Arc Two. It promised to be something different, but. I I can't get behind uh Studio Wildcard if they're doing this shit. Like this is one of those this, it feels dirty. Like this is this is this is worse than the DLC problem. Like re-releasing a game and charging money for it. I've always been uh I'll I'll pay for a visual upgrade if it's been years since release, right? And it's not actively being supported. Like, um, I've tentatively been thinking about picking up Metroid Prime, you know, for the Switch, just because it's been so goddamn long since I played that game, uh, that it would be different enough to, you know, to warrant the, you know, the price for it. I mean, especially if it went down to about 20 bucks, that's about where I, you know, the sweet spot for price for a remaster of a game that I've already purchased. Um, and played arc is different this situation's different this game is currently being you know, like developed people are currently playing it and in august they're going to basically just you know nuke it from orbit and say okay well if you want to play our game you have to pay you know uh is it $50 for the base game $20 for each fucking expansion pack so yeah pay us $90 just to be able to be where you were at before. That's when I then I say they're number one and number two in my book. So yeah, not the, not the greatest uh, not the greatest experience in games right you know games news right now. Well, Hopefully got,
0: they come to their senses. <laughs> I've got one happy bit before I go into that. Jason, did you have anything else? He's asleep. I'm not even looking.
1: I don't even know what's going on over there. I don't know, man. Discord switch my mic input. Uh, uh no, I
2: don't. <laughs> well, that was that was a long, long oh. wait for no no nothing.
0: Well, um, the last thing that I had was uh so we talked me and Jason talked last week about the lack of E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Um We will still get the PC gaming show on June 11th, and it will be on Twitch as well as other streaming platforms. It's usually on YouTube as well. Um, And then also the future game show will be kind of launching along with that, as well as a um, Starfield-specific Bethesda show, and then a Microsoft (laughs) show that will be happening right around the same time. So... I think we'll still have a decent amount of stuff. I think the streaming platform makes the most sense because that's where people are going to watch it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to see what comes out. And this was always, since it's been coming out, like I tended to pay a little bit more attention to the PC game show uh, as it tended to focus on some major releases as well as a lot of smaller releases. And I think they did a better job without all the goofy-ass fanfare that happens with uh, E3. You know, yeah. Even just watching like the Blizzard thing with the Diablo reveal and having a whole band in like demon costumes was goofy as shit. It, it always comes to cross as pretty fucking cringe to me. Um, occasionally you'll get some re- something really neat, like I think for Hellblade. Like, and here's the thing you don't even remember it, right? Hellblade, I think they had like a some kind of orchestra doing some of the songs. Um, mm-hmm. And then I found out the much cooler band that was behind some of their stuff for Hellblade Two, which is High Lung. But um, that'll be out. That's coming sooner than you think, right? Two months is gonna you are gonna blink and you are gonna miss it, and it'll be already be at the summer for PC game show. So I think that's the thing to look forward to. But I really don't have anything else. Um. So no. Jason, where can you find us? Find us at
1: tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash real tiltcast. And search for us on iTunes and
0: Spotify. Subscribe. Find some friends of the show. You've got uh, For the Love of Gaming, you've got Picking Up the Pixels or Pupcast. You've got NoQuarters.net, BMFcast.com, and TVGP.tv. They also do gaming news. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.